Jesus Fix It, the Good Morning Radio podcast with Seth and Jess. I'm not a big fan of golf. I don't like to watch golf. Yeah. But I... Well, unless you want to take a nap. Exactly. That's, I'm sorry. Now, I, I, All you people that love golf, I don't mean... We don't I can mean appreciate to be, that. Sure. Now, I did used to go with my ex-husband when he used to play golf. I used to go with him to the golf course. I used to drive the cart and I used to read my book Yeah, (laughs) because I'm not a golf fan. However, when I saw Tiger Woods on the golf course Mm -hmm. a couple of weeks ago, it made me proud Yeah, because I love people who can rise above. I was really impressed because for a long time after his accident was about a year ago, right? Yes. People were under the impression, well, that's it. He's He's done. He's finished. So badly injured. They've already counted him out. It's it's over. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've been thinking about this verse. It's Isaiah 61. It says, arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Mm -hmm. Anyone who has overcome adversity, anybody who's risen above whatever. I think about this verse. I'm so attracted to people who can rise above their circumstances. It fuels me. You know how much work he had to put in in order to get from where he was to To playing back in the Masters? I don't think, okay, I don't want to diminish it at all, but he finished like 40-something. Right. Which, okay, for Tiger Woods, it's like, well— you might look at it and go, well, gosh, is, is that really a return? They didn't even know if he was going to walk. The man didn't think his legs could hold up. Yeah. So that is a the, huge, so that's huge success story. That Tiger is just one example, but there are so many people just like regular, everyday folks who aren't famous. Like right. we hear of the stories every single day at the station here. Like uh, just a couple of weeks ago, I got an email from someone who wanted a copy of one of the devotions Mm -hmm. I um, read on air. And she said, yeah, I was just sitting there having chemo and I heard one of your (laughs) devotions and yeah, I would just like to listen to it again um, while I'm watching my grandkids and da da da. Like she's just living life and in the middle of rattling off all of these things that she's doing Oh, and I'm having chemo. Right. But it's like, no, woe is me. Yeah. Do you know how many people, and I don't know how to say this in a nice way. Just there are it. so many people going through things who are just negative, stuck. Mm-hmm. Oh, this has happened to me. I don't know how to pull myself out. And I'm not saying you shouldn't have a moment because I've had plenty of moments. I do the ugly cry <laughs> a lot. But then you got to pull yourself up. Mm-hmm. You got to trust in Jesus and you keep on going and you rise above. Yeah. Isaiah 61, arise, shine for your light has come. I am so fueled by people who rise up. Yeah, I, I am too. I admire it. We have had the opportunity to talk to individuals who have successfully battled various addictions. Yes. And it is a struggle every day. And yet they have gone a year, two year, 10 years, 20 years uh, free of their addiction, but they put in the work every single day to to rise above rise and keep above. going. But not like I know people who have fallen off the wagon, but then they get right back on. Exactly. I know people who have suffered 
traumatic things in their lives. But you know what? They're living. They keep on going. They keep on pressing. That fuels me. It does me too. That fuels me. Do you know how many? Okay, first of all, I consider myself at this point a professional dater (laughs) because (laughs) the single life ain't all it's cracked up to be sometimes, y'all. I'm just saying. But what turns me off, what has turned me off in my dating journey is if I meet someone and they are negative and they're like, well, I have this going on. Uh-huh. And, you know, I'm just going to stay here and, you know, I don't know what to do. And I'm just, you know, I'm just stuck and mm-hmm. automatically, you know what? I'm going to pray for you. I wish you the best. I'm out. Bye, Eeyore. But if I meet you and you're like, you know what? I have this situation right here, but you know what? I am going to press on. I am choosing to trust God. And you know what? I am going to live. I am going to make the most of my circumstances. Yeah, I have my moments. Not every day is a good day, but I am choosing to press on. That is attractive to me. Right. Do you know what I mean? That's an inner strength. I love that. Not Mm -hmm. every day is going to be a good day. I'm not saying that because trust me, I have my moments all the time. As a matter of fact, one of my friends, she is so kind because just a couple of months ago, I went to her. And I broke down. Mm. I was having the worst day ever. I cried. I mean, I'm talking the ugly one. (laughs) Uh I mean, the makeup was running. The mascara was all over the place. I just had a really, really rough day. I have those often, y'all. And she looked at me. She said, sit down. Finish your cry. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) She was like, you get it all? I was like, yeah. She said, here are your tissues. Uh I said, thank you. She was like, you finished? I said, yeah. She was like, okay. Now how are we going to move on? I said, okay, I'm ready. Yeah. You need that. Yes. So I'm not saying don't have those breakdown moments, but you got to be able to move on. I mean, me and God have had some moments. (laughs) Me and God have had some talks. We've had some moments, but you cannot stay stuck. That's all I'm saying. I I get it. One of the uh, things that I found very attractive about my wife when we were first getting to know each other in dating is she said that she had a rule. You can have three days of a pity party. Mm -hmm. Three days. Yeah. (laughs) Something bad happened. You've got three days to feel sorry, to be angry, to be upset. And at the end of that third day, do something to change the circumstance. Move beyond it. Mm -hmm. Only three days. Give yourself, you know, and some people need maybe more or whatever. Right. But there has to be a point where you're like, okay, I'm done. I'm not going to stay in this hole. I'm going to find a way out. Mm -hmm. Um, I have another family member that, listen— Sometimes you have to be like that, like your friend. Okay, how are we going to move forward? How are we yes. going to move past this? Let's find a solution to the problem. Because if if you don't, you're not growing. You're not you're not finding your strength. I I had a family member that hit hit some rough times, right? Mm-hmm. Hit some hit some rough times, and those rough times seemed to last quite a while. And they came to me and they asked me for money. Mm-hmm. I said, well, you know, where I'm at financially, I don't have any money that I can give you, but I tell you what I'm going to do. My church has a food bank and I, yeah. I kind of volunteer at the church. So I'm going to help you. I am going to do all of the processing for you. I'm going to get you set up. All you need to do yeah. is roll up, tell them who you are. 
You'll get the stuff for the the groceries for your family for the week, yeah. and off you go. Okay. I have to drive up there. That was the response. Okay. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And I said, "Yes, see, you see. have to drive up there." Well, that's kind of inconvenient for me. Is it? Okay. Not having any food to eat <laughs> is inconvenient. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I won't go into more detail, but there yeah. were several. There was like a handful of incidents where I was setting up where they could help themselves, but they refused. What they were looking for was somebody to come do for them. Give me what I need. Do this for me. Make my path smooth so I don't have to endure the struggle. And it was a very, very difficult decision. But I said, if you are not going to help yourself, me helping you is not going to improve your circumstances. I'm sorry. I'm out. Mm-hmm. And I walked away. And it was a very, very tough decision for me to, to make. I had other family members who criticized me. You're not helping this individual. It's like, actually, yeah, I am. You are. Yeah. Everybody that is at this point that is giving, you are now enabling the persistence of wallowing in your circumstance. Mm-hmm. There has to be a time where you dig deep and you dig out. Yeah. There has to be that. And I, you know what? I truly believe, as a Christian, <clears throat> when we have difficult times, God gives us what we need, the ability, the courage, the inner strength to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Because that is a promise from God. He will see us through everything that we are enduring. And there'll be a lesson afterwards that we can help and share uh, and, and help heal others. But... If you are refusing that, if you are turning your back on that and staying in a wallowing situation, enabling them is not helping them. No. And I don't think God likes that. I don't no. think God is pleased with that. I think we we are, well, I can only speak for myself. I am so, so spoiled. I am <clears throat> so, so selfish. I am. I know you're sitting over there laughing right now. A little snicker. Um, I, I can admit I am that. Because I am too. I want to be comfortable all the time. And we've talked about this many times on our podcast. Jesus, fix it. Mm -hmm. I want to be comfortable all the time. And we've talked about how we weren't promised this comfortable, pain-free life. We weren't promised it would be easy, but that's how we want it. And although we weren't promised this pain-free life, we were promised that he would always be with us. We were promised that he would walk alongside us. So when we face these troubles, when we face these trials, if we just remember that, and that will give us the courage and the strength to endure these troubling times, the the times are in the valley, that like what I'm trying to do is focus on his promises. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like when I am struggling, I am trying to focus on his promises to get me through. Right. And that will help me persevere. That keeps me out of these this woe is me state of mind. And I try to think of how I can't stand to hear somebody else constantly complaining about their situation. Right. And I'm not saying it is wrong to vent. Oh, it absolutely is okay to vent. That's a everyone that's needs healthy. An, it's healthy. Everyone right. needs an outlet. I'm just saying don't stay stuck. Right. Vent, have your moment, and then pull yourself up. Lean on Jesus and move on. Don't just stay stuck there. 
you got to find the strength. You got to find that courage yeah. to lean on him and pull yourself out of there and come out on the other side. I have been in the situation where I just wanted to stay there and just, yeah, I, I don't know what I was. I look back now and I'm like, when, when I had that time in my life when I was like really depressed, I was newly divorced and all I did was lay in the bed. I look back now and I'm like, what did you think was going to happen when you just laid there and didn't move? You didn't care like, at that point though. But, yeah, but I look and I'm like, how did you think you were going to fix that situation? Like, did you think it was just going to magically get better? Like, what were you thinking? Right. <laughs> and, and actually, that's an important point because there are times when you're in the midst of the problem. And you really can't think straight. True. You're in the midst of it, and all you see are the problems. All you see are the walls. And that's when it's a really good idea to do a lot of praying and perhaps seek some professional help. Somebody True. that can say, hey, you know what? I can give you an objective viewpoint of what's going on here. Mm-hmm. I saw a, a thing. It's really an interesting, well, it's not a coincidence, but I'm going to call it a coincidence. I saw something literally this morning that says, Jesus can heal whatever it is that you can't talk about. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it requires work on your part to do that. Absolutely. It, I wholeheartedly believe we, that. We'll, we'll pray, Jesus, please fix this. Jesus, fix it. Yes. Right? Huh. <laughs> please fix this. Please uh, come in and do what you do in this situation. And then we expect to just sit back and go, well, you know, Jesus has got it. I don't mm-hmm. have to do anything. Jesus, why aren't you working? Exactly. But, uh. <laughs> and that's the thing. The friend said, prayer is not a vending machine. Prayers don't go in and answers come out. There is work involved. And when you are dealing with something that is hurting and painful and difficult, God will give you what it takes to, to move forward, to yes. heal, to do the work. Now, I know from my personal experience, it may take the last ounce of energy and oomph that you've got in you, but God gave you that. God knows where your limits are. God knows where, where you're going to break, and mm-hmm. you may go right to that nth degree. There's not one bit of wiggle room between success and just breaking down. Yeah. But God will make sure you get there. But it takes the work in order to do that. And listen, baby steps. Yeah, We're not saying go out yeah. and conquer the world today because no. if you are in a place that's really, really dark, sometimes it may take, okay, today I'm going to sit up in the bed. Right. Okay, I sat up today for five minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a start. I'm going to lay back down now. Okay, Maybe that's tom- your breaking point. That's, is that's breaking- all you can do. Okay, tomorrow I'm going to lean. I'm going to put my feet over the side of the bed. Okay, very good. You sat up and your feet exactly. are dangling yeah. over the side of the bed. Uh-huh. Okay, then the next day I'm actually going to get out of bed today. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Well, you know what? By the end of the week, I'm going to get out of bed and I'm going to go look out the window. I'm going to open the blinds today. You know what? You are making progress. Sometimes it's baby steps, but you're trying. You're not staying stuck. Exactly. You don't have to go forward fast, but you have to go forward. I guess that's just the point of this whole podcast today. If we can encourage you in anything, it is to not stay stuck. Move. I mean, Jesus didn't die for you to just stay stuck in your situation. 
Thanks for listening. If you have questions or comments, send them to podcast at spiritfm.com. This is a production of Positive Alternative Radio. The Jesus Fix It podcast is brought to you by Mardell Christian and Education Stores. And anybody who knows Jess knows that I love a deal and mm-hmm. I love a bargain. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get bargains at Mardell like toys for the kiddos and, and maybe you too. And things like <laughs> Melissa and Doug and science and craft activity kits. They're all 30% off and not to, not to mention best-selling books. 40 to 50% off every day, and all others, 20% off. Uh, yes, please. Hello. You can also find Mardell exclusive brands in their education, church supply, and gift departments like Renewing Minds and The Brainery. You can view their week- weekly ad and what's on sale anytime by downloading the Mardell app. Try the Peas and Carrots podcast for more encouragement. Brian and Kayla share life from their piece of the vegetable patch. Expect to laugh, find common ground, and hear stories you can't wait to share. It's a podcast about doing life together, growing in Christ together, and learning to laugh no matter what comes your way. Search Peas and Carrots podcast wherever you listen to podcasts today.